On today's episode, everything is aggregating data, and that's both good and bad. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. If you're an engineer working in the consumer goods sector, imagine this scenario. You're designing an electric motor for a washing machine. The pressures to reduce costs are enormous in this highly competitive sector, and you need to design a motor at the absolute minimum of materials, labor, and weight. How much can you take out of the previous generation design and still maintain reasonable durability? Now, it's a tough question, and there are several ways to find the answer. It's possible to simulate the design extensively, and that's the technique that's in use every day around the world. It's also possible to build prototypes, then test them to destruction to see if they're tough enough to achieve the target durability without over-engineering the motor. But imagine if that engineer could access motor performance data from hundreds of thousands of existing washing machines around the world, then analyze that data statistically for critical parameters like heat rise, current draw, and vibration. Now, with that kind of information, it'll be possible to know which motor designs were deficient, but also which were over-engineered for the application. Now, this would set immediate upper and lower bounds for the motor designer and reduce the number of iterations needed for perfection. Well, it sounds great, doesn't it? Well, this is the future of all consumer goods, from athletic shoes to pickup trucks, and the combination of smart products with cloud connectivity makes the data not only easy to aggregate, but extremely cheap as well. Now, that's great for engineers, but what else could be done with all that information? If you're Google or Amazon, aggregate enough of that information from enough of the products that we use every day, and it will be possible to build a very clear picture of who you are. How? By measuring how far you walk and where. By geolocating where you shop, how far you drive to work, and how fast. By seeing how many times you use your coffee maker and how many cups you create. By determining how many electric razors are in use in the house, as well as dozens of other potential information sources that will allow smart systems to develop a very accurate profile of every individual in a household. Now, that kind of information is, in a strict sense, more valuable than the machine performance data that the engineer needs, and we already see a form of it in the directed advertising that we all see when we use the internet. But given that this information is highly valuable, why are we, the creators of that data, not compensated for it? Now, I'm prepared to surrender performance data on my car's transmission, or the heating element to my coffee maker, or the motor on my washing machine, if those things mean that the products that I buy will cost less and last longer. But giving a mass market retailer information to build a profile on me so they can target me for advertising, well, that's a different matter. There has to be an economic transaction here. Samsung, or Ford, or Nike can have a little bit of information if they use it to give me better products. But the Googles and Amazons of the world, hey, throw me a nickel every once in a while. The quid pro quo in the early days of broadcasting was that you endured commercials and in exchange you got free entertainment. But in this world, you pay for the goods and you pay again in the form of critical data that you surrender without compensation. Now engineers can make the world better with good data. Madison Avenue, maybe not so much. Well, that's it for today's audio version of End of the Line, brought to you by Engineering.com. If you like this podcast, subscribe to engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. You can also watch this podcast as a video along with our other exclusive series only on engineering.com TV. Thanks for tuning in.